Welcome to Moms Who Say the F Word with your hosts, Paris and Courtney, the two mom friends you didn't know you needed. bring you another fun episode of Moms Who Say the F Word. Yes, we've been on hiatus, people, because we had technical difficulties. Sorry, but we would absolutely love it if you would leave us a five-star rating wherever you have found our podcast. Now on with the show. Oh my gosh. So decorating for Halloween, what a shit show it has been. Um, I finally <laughs> did it and only because my neighbors threw me a little bit of shade. Um, they text message. We have like a whole group text message, which I wonder how many people out there are like that friendly with their neighbors that they Nobody. have like a group text message. Nobody <laughs> is like that. I don't know of anybody that has, and it's not just, it's one thing to have like a text message that goes on with like one neighbor, but you have like a whole cul-de-sac of neighbors and you guys are all on a group text. That is weird. You guys have like a compound. It's, yes, we do. I mean, you yeah. know, what was it like? Three years ago, we all went to Disneyland together to surprise all of our kiddos um, for Halloween. So that was really fun. Yeah, I guess we are kind of extra. So anyways, my neighbor threw me some shade and said, hey, I'm not sure um, what houses didn't get the memo. um, But I know that three of us started decorating and um, y'all may want to like start on it. And I was like, wow, just straight threw me under the bus because obviously we all know whose house doesn't have decorations up. So I felt obligated to jump out there and I don't want to make my neighbors sound like assholes because they are definitely not. Um, it was just fun shade being thrown at me, but it was fun. So that neighbor, that neighbor gets the award for best passive aggressive <laughs> text message ever. Right. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, we actually just decorated too. I sent you some pictures of the creepy, the creepy chick we got hanging from our our apple tree in the front yard. I don't like her. She is weird. She well, originally, uh, my husband had hung her in front of the door, our front door. So when you walked out the front door, she was the first thing you saw. Uh-uh. And I basically, when I I opened the door, saw that, screamed his name and said, "This needs to move now," because <laughs> I was not not dealing with that. Like you know, even as it is, where she's hanging. If I leave and I'm like looking up and down the street to, in my car, you know, to make sure I don't hit anybody. I'm always sure there's someone standing there, but there, oh, she's yeah. floating. Well, I have it's like a totally creepy, creepy guy thing that I hung from the tree in front of my son's room. And I always open his blinds in his room every day because I like I'm I'm one of those people that really likes a lot of sunlight in my house whatever I'm not even in that room I don't know why it fucking matters but I open the blinds every day and then I go in at night and I close them so when I went to go sh- when I go to shut them I see this ghostly thing oh heck no. <laughs> hanging from the no, tree no. in front of his window and it freaks me out every time I'm the one who fucking hung it so you would think <laughs> I would know the assholes hanging from the tree but no I can't remember obviously and I freak myself out every time because half the time I'm like half awake like it's at the end of the night I'm putting him to bed and I go in there and I'm like, who the fuck? Oh, no. I remember. You're the asshole I hung from the tree. Which, by the way, he has been in my tree like three years in a row now. Okay. And he decided that his hair is no longer holding the hook that goes in his head. Now, I know. These things are super cheap. They're not well made. Everybody knows Halloween decorations are they're shit from China. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, three years, I think, is a long time. Especially if you don't know, um, if you don't live in Las Vegas... You don't know about October winds 
It's a thing. Every fucking year. It never fails. Our friend the wizard, he goes super extra on his lawn. He has all these blow up things and every fucking year they blow away. I'm like, why do you yeah. stop torturing why yourself? Keep doing stop it. doing yeah. it. So much money. I don't get it. It it doesn't. It never fails. In Vegas, every Halloween, out of nowhere, it gets cold, and I mean cold for Vegas standards, obviously. And it's windy as hell. So like, you buy your kids their costume like early October or even earlier when it's still hot, like Paris. When it's still hot, yeah. right? So you're thinking, cool. You know, my daughter can be a pretty pretty princess in this thin little crap gown that she's super excited to wear but then halloween night rolls around and i'm like "Ooh, we're putting a turtleneck under that and she's like what she's like pissed but that's in vegas that's exactly how it goes 100 percent. so did i tell you I know, I are we california even... yes like two and i was it two weeks ago and california i know well it's not that great and i don't get me wrong well, i am sure. a california born and raised girl and i love southern california but when we were driving through um, I was like so floored at all the restaurants because every parking lot had these tents. And I'm like, what the mm-hmm. fuck is this? Apparently outdoor dining is the only way restaurants can serve food. I didn't know this before I went there. And because every almost everything in Vegas is pretty much open. So you can dine in. I don't do that. I'm not one of those people that is okay with just like sitting like two feet away from somebody because yes, I'm that person. I'm still going to wear a mask. I, you know, whatever. But the outdoor dining in California. I have to say, if I had gone the week before, it might have been too hot, but the weather was sublimely perfect. And we found this restaurant, never had been there before. And um, it was so nice just to have a little bit of normalcy and be out eating like a normal mm-hmm. person, <laughs> being able oh, yeah. to just take your mask off and eat with other people. You know, I'm like, wow, this is so, this is so nice. But I can imagine outdoor dining, um, like in other states would not be so nice because the weather doesn't yeah. hold up like it does in Southern California. I don't know what they're doing in NorCal, but Southern California, it works out since, you know, the weather's always rain. fucking nice. Right. The only thing you have to worry about is fires <laughs> right. and earthquakes. Right. Well, here, which we obviously have plenty of rain and cold weather in, uh, I want to say May or June, they shut down, you know, because you know what the little downtown area that I live near, what it looks like. They shut down a large strip of that area and set up, let the let the businesses kind of come out and set up um, street, you know, dining um, because of the older buildings, they can't fit hardly anybody inside if they're going to be doing the six feet distance. Yeah. So they have that, but it was supposed to end at the end of September, but because weather has been unnaturally still like nice into October here, um, they've pushed out to the end of October, but I don't know what these businesses are going to do throughout, you know, winter and then into spring um, because they can't fit enough. I mean, I guess they'll go back to lots of takeout, I don't know. They have to find some way to balance so that they don't go under. You know, you mentioned takeout. Can we talk about takeout for a second? And then, you know, we'll move on. But takeout <laughs> is not the same. No. As pre-COVID it's takeout. It's not. It's shitty. It doesn't. No, but takeout in general is not I... the same as sitting in and eating. It's just not the same. Well, just, okay. Well, that, yes, fair. But I'm just saying, like, I've gotten takeout several times now in COVID. And uh, it just doesn't, it's gross. Like sushi is not for takeout. It's bleh, by the time it gets We've to my house. We've gotten sushi. I well, just don't think so... it's the same. It, okay, fair, fair statement here. 
the teppanyaki place you go to, it can't be as good as when it's coming straight off the grill. Well, no. Or flying right, shrimp so. into your mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not the same. Right. So here's what here's something interesting that happened, and I'm not going to name the business or anything because I'm not trying to slam them. I think that they're wonderful. But during COVID, before they could have any indoor dining, because they can have indoor dining now as long as they're keeping, because, you know, the the hibachi girls are pretty far apart. Yeah. So as long as you have a group that's your family, one, yes. That's your family at one, then they're then they can have indoor dining. So, but during um before they could do that, we got a number of times we got takeout, and there were a few times where my husband was very disappointed in the steak, and he said, "I I don't care what you tell me, they've changed whatever it is that they're getting, wherever they're getting their meat, they've changed," mm. and I really did wonder if supply and demand was such an issue that they weren't getting the same quality of meat because now it's fine again, huh? So it's very strange. And it, I mean, I, I do wonder, yeah, takeout, it doesn't always hit the spot, I guess you'd say, when it comes to when you really want to go somewhere and you're really wanting that food, it usually is not going to taste as good as it does when you're eating it in a restaurant, especially right. when it comes to teppanyaki because it's right off a grill. But we did it a lot just because we were trying to support um, our local businesses. Yeah, because, we do the same. You know, we're a small community. Yeah, so. Well, Vegas is not to... small, but I still no. support local <laughs> no. businesses because, yeah. you know, they are they are kind of the lifeblood of our country, you know? Right. Like, right. we got to keep them in business. I, you know, I support this little French bakery, um, which, oh, my gosh, it was Boss's Day. I can't believe I didn't mention this earlier. Boss's Day was, what, Friday? And my team, I, don't know. I love them so much. They gave me this gift card um, for way too much money for this bakery, this local bakery, because they know because I'm obsessed. They know like it. I'm obsessed, <laughs> right? So I love it. And it was so funny because I must have missed seeing my employee buying it, the gift card because she came in and I was just there. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, how, that's how crazy I am. But they have this passion fruit meringue cake thing. It's, oh my God, when you come here, I, we are going, you're going to partake of this, this amazing pastry place. And my son is obsessed with their baguettes. We have to buy oh. baguettes like twice a week. Two baguettes twice a week. He has to have his baguettes That's because he hilarious. says they taste exactly like the ones from France. And oh. Like, okay. And the owners only, they speak very little English. They, they mostly speak French. So... So they're straight legit off the boat kind of people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, legit, it's legit awesome. people. Yeah, because yeah. uh, anytime we ever have like crepes or even uh, chocolate filled croissants, mm. uh, my husband and I always talk about how they do not taste anything near what we had when we were in France. So it'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. Yeah, to try that. Yeah. Hey, did you know that mm. we uh, have hit our one year anniversary? Yeah, and technically, I think that this would have been on our one-year anniversary had we not had so many if, technical had we not had so many issues. Yes, <laughs> well, we apologize. That I don't know what's with our computers. Oh, but I know. I know what's up with mine. Mine is from 2009. 2009 yeah, is see. when I bought this computer. It's a Mac, so it's amazing, I mean, but it's... <laughs> we've it's, known for a year that you needed to buy a new one. No, I don't... Okay, Macs... I, Apple products are expensive AF, okay? That's true. And I literally, I'm so bad about this. I like things to die. Like, <laughs> I don't care if it's a slow death, but I need it to die so that I don't spend money wastefully. Because if it ain't broke, you know, why am I? It is broke. But it's not. The second I threaten its life, 
all of a sudden, suddenly bing, it's working. It magically comes up, and I'm able to record. And I'm like, "You asshole!" It's because I threatened your life. Uh, <laughs> so funny. yeah, so we bypassed our our one year anniversary. I have to say, I'm quite proud of us that we've yeah. actually stuck the, to this through this long. I yeah. don't know. Let's see it's if we make fun. another year. It's been fun. It I hope fun. everybody else has had fun with us. You know, sorry for us lagging and being slackers. It, it was COVID's pro, you know fault that we. It's 2020, dude. It's a failure. (laughs) This whole year has just been... But, you know, if you really think about it, the majority of our podcast has been 2020. So maybe it's our fault. Mm. Maybe it's our fault that's 2020's failing. Something to ponder. I don't know. (laughs) Well, let's get started. You can ponder later. Oh, okay. All right. All right. It's me. I'm Paris. I'm the tiger mom to one cup. I've been married to my amazing husband for 11 years. I am reaching my limit with social media and this fucking election. Don't know if any of you feel the same way. In fact, I am sure everyone else is over the 2020, right? Um, Seriously. So I personally am looking forward to 2022 when the new Jurassic World comes out. I am so fucking excited. I just can't wait to go to a movie again. Can we talk about that? Well, you can run out a whole theater. Are they doing that for new movies? Well, I saw AMC is apparently doing it, and I don't think we have very many AMCs up here. Um, They bought out something, but I don't remember if they stayed in business or not. But point being, there's no new movies being released. Who cares, dude? You and I, we could go and we can rent out a whole theater for a hundred bucks when you get here, and we could watch like The Empire Strikes Back. How fucking cool would that be? I did go to a drive-in la- uh, this last weekend, Those and cool. I saw, yeah, it was fun. I saw Hocus Pocus and Beetlejuice at the drive-in. Oh. That was a lot of fun. Those so. are the two best um, Halloween movies, for, for sure. sure. For, for sure. sure. All right, well, I'm Courtney, the working mom to three minions and married to my husband for 12 years. I have, um, I've forgotten what day it is, or <laughs> technically when I last showered. So, um... I'm sorry if I smell. I'm not sure I am going to survive much more of this COVID crap, honestly. I'm probably a horrible mother for saying this, but I'd love for my kids to just not spend their every five minute break with me while I'm trying to work from home. I just oh need gosh. them to go away. You know, I I am so glad my son is in school because I remember anytime he got a break, it's mom, 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 mom. mom. I'm like, have a cookie. Yeah. I'm like, no, oh my gosh, you know where the popcorn is. Throw the fucking bag in the microwave and just pray. Okay. <laughs> I don't have time don't for this. start a fire. Don't start a fucking fire, okay? Because <laughs> I just can't anymore. <laughs> so anyways, um, about a week ago, I decided to turn my life upside down, and I got a puppy. Correction. I have decided, apparently, to raise a baby velociraptor. That's what I got. <laughs> no, you know, pa- puppies are basically like, uh, they're like landlocked sharks with razor sharp teeth. That's what puppies are. Razor. Because I Razor. literally, she took, and it's like a paper cut. It fucking hurts oh, yeah. for days. And I don't heal. I don't know if I'm like one of those zombies because I don't heal. The shit just stays <laughs> like an open wound. And I'm like, come, please come feed on me because apparently it's never going to heal. So anyways, so I don't know if you can remember way back when your fur baby was a puppy, Courtney, but this shit is way harder than a baby. <laughs> I swear to God, at least with a baby, you know, you have time to adapt to that new little life. And the best part is, is that they're not mobile. They cannot move. I mean, they can roll because my child (laughs) was definitely good with the roll. Yes, he did. (laughs) But, you know, this puppy is mobile. 
and just oh my gosh she bites like fucking hard and she's vocal she howls she howls at night 10 o'clock at night this bitch is howling so (laughs) i should have really named her after um the dixie chicks because she is not ready to make nice i will tell you that (laughs) oh yeah no i remember when i got my puppy and you're right it's it is worse than a baby it's like having a full-blown toddler out of nowhere Mm um but you know i have to say when i look back the best decision we ever made was to crate train his ass like that is yeah that there are moments even now six years later that this is like the only way he's controllable like if he's just acting super crazy we put him to bed it's time for bed because it's the only way we can calm his ass down yeah because the crate's like their safe place she is getting there She's definitely learning that that is the safe place. But, you know, my other friends have also gotten puppies and apparently they have little angels. Okay. Which I call bullshit. (laughs) And they have said that they have prayed for me that I will get the same experience. Well, either my friends didn't pray hard enough or their Jesus card was revoked and God isn't taking their calls anymore because (laughs) this little miss thinks that 317 a.m., is the appropriate time to play and wake me up. And she wants to play tug of war every fucking morning at 3 17 AM. <laughs> you have to uh, pray to Alanis Morissette. That's who you have to pray to. Oh yeah. She knows what's up. <laughs> She's the right God. Um, well, this is why crate training like literally saved us. Cause anytime we allowed our puppy out at night, he always thought it was playtime. That was his like playtime. So, and he's basically the same now. The few times we thought, oh, he's just so cute. We want to cuddle. He's just, he's, you know, he's just a perfect puppy. And we brought him (laughs) to our bed. Yeah, that was, that was a mistake. You don't do that. He basically tore circles around the bed. Like he's on the bed, tearing circle, going around in circles as fast as he can until he can sit his ass directly on the pillows where our heads are laying. Yeah. That's how you get pink eye, by the way just dude that's but that's what he thought he thought that it was that was how he was gonna he that was our he was playing with us apparently but i didn't need an ass in my face okay well okay so having this puppy is not all bad she is a doberman which means she is ridiculously smart and training her is actually going pretty pretty well um so on the morning of day three we got her to press on a bell to let us know that she has to go out and you know like relieve herself which is amazing my husband thought i was fucking crazy buying this fucking bell um but she is so good at it now it's the way it's way better than you know um stepping in a wet spot (laughs) or worse like a mushy goo which has not happened thank you i'm gonna knock on wood right now because i do not want to step in mushy goo um so it has been one of the best things ever it's a little annoying i'm not gonna lie because it's like a hotel clerk dinging you like for service and i'm like this bitch is training us that's what's happening oh, right no so it's so funny that you say that because i i just have i have a friend who they had trained their dog with a bell and i just joked with her the other day said oh my friend paris she's training her puppy with a bell she said the exact same thing you you wonder who's training who right but she told me the funniest damn story which i now i must share because it's so funny so their their dog just like yours had gotten really good at using the bell but then like if the dog had to go really bad for whatever reason and someone wasn't responding immediately he'd sit there with the bell and he'd just start hitting it like furiously (laughs) over and over like a furious karen asking to see the manager or something it was ding 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 
thing and like they'd run over and be like okay calm down but it's like he had to go so bad he didn't want to have an accident That's so funny. they eventually just went for the dog door when they were done with it because <laughs> they're like this is ridiculous my dog has the karen face down already she rings the bell <laughs> and stares at us like hello you're gonna get off your fat asses and come open this goddamn door or what <laughs> well because exactly if you think about it yeah, so if you think about it, because it's typically with an animal, it's they there's an action and then a re, like a, a reaction to that action, and it could be a reward or whatnot. But really, they're taking the action and they're waiting for you to actually do the the reaction to that. So you are the one being trained. Sorry, I, friend. Yes, yes, I think. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so we have made the decision here and now that having a puppy in the future is probably out of the question. Um, the only reason that we even got a damn puppy is because, um, my son, you know, those, these things that you decide to create, they want things. It's so crazy. So he I wanted know. A puppy. like, I'm like, oh my gosh. So I think it's really good for kids to have a pet. I don't want anybody to think like I'm just a total bitch about it. Um, but you know, the puppy's going to grow with him and then there are responsibilities tied to it. So I actually got the cub to pick up poop one time. I, which was a miracle in itself. No, it's hysterical because he gagged the entire time, which was oh. comedy for me. I was, I was <laughs> like inside like just dying. But I was like trying to be you. straight faced, you know, like, no, no, you got to pick it all up. Like, no, 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 you missed a spot, buddy. Oh, sorry. You got to rebag it. Nope. Got to go back again. <laughs> it was, it was fun for me. <laughs> so, um, but he plays with her after school and it's been really, really sweet to watch. Uh, but if we ever get a companion for this puppy, which I don't, I don't even see how the fuck that's going to happen. Um, and I'm talking like two years down the road. It will probably be a rescue dog for sure. My last dog was a rescue dog and um, he drove me fucking crazy, but I didn't have to go through the puppy years. So I think like this is my dog from heaven giving me payback at the moment. Yeah. He's like, yeah, bitch, here you, you go. I was bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, I'm sure I'm not. Honestly, I'm not sure I'd ever do the puppy thing again either. However, um, I would love to get a Pomsky. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So go. granted, it has to be probably the yappiest, loudest dog ever, right? Because uh, it's basically a husky um, that forever looks like a puppy, but it's a husky with a Pomeranian. And Pomeranians are obviously super yappy and huskies are super loud. I just think they're just the cutest thing ever. But um, having a small dog with my big husky, I'm not quite sure how that relationship <laughs> would go. If the dog could fit in my husky's mouth, we could have a problem. Mm. And um, I know my mother-in-law would probably stroke out over any additional pet hair in my house. She can't deal with it. So, um, and you know, my big thing is I, the, I worry about getting a rescue and this is just my personal preference. And I realize I'm going to have some people probably angry screaming at me. Um, but because I already have a dog and two cats, I like, I worry about getting a rescue that I'm really going to have to work super hard at. My dog doesn't harass, well, he harasses my cats, but he doesn't hurt them. He likes to mess with them, but, um, but he grew up with them so that they know he knows that they're not, he's not going to go after them. And they mostly know he's not a threat. But if you bring in like a rescue that has a high prey drive that you didn't know about, one of my cats could be like done for. So I just, I don't know if I would find the time for the training that that would take. You should um, watch lucky dog. Um, with I think his name is Brandon McMillan and he does rescue dogs um, and he he basically you should reach out to him if you really ever decide to do this because he finds the right rescue dog for you so he finds mm. out like he trains the dog because he, he has lots of animals obviously and like um, if they are good around cats or not so I think it's kind of like um, I think that's kind of it's a like good an interview service. process 
Yeah, because let him figure it out for you. Right. Pay him to do that. And then, you know, because I can't imagine, like, you already have cats, you already have a dog, and then you have zero clue if this new pet that you're going to bring in, and you would hate to have to take the dog back to the shelter. That no, sucks. right. Because yeah, they've already been... Something's already happened to them. Right, yeah. Right. You don't want to traumatize them again. Right. Of course not. So, I mean, I don't know. So, for anyone out there thinking about getting a puppy, um, don't. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Stop it. But really, if you are thinking about getting a dog, um, I have a few recommendations. Number one, research the breed of the dog that you're thinking about getting. Just because it's cute and you think, oh, that's the dog for you, it may not be a good fit for you and your family. Number two, look up Zach George and, like I mentioned, Brandon McMillan. Um, they have been our saving grace in training, um, <laughs> learning um, some patience. I, I probably need to go back and watch some of it <laughs> because I'm <laughs> losing my patience. Uh, but, you know, with this new puppy, with the new puppy that we have, um, they put out the real expectations that you should be looking for, which has been very, very helpful. And I feel like if you do a rescue, it, it would be good to watch um, Lucky Dog because you know, Brandon McMillan, I don't know. He's like a saint or something, but even he says he's, he's lost his shit a couple times. <laughs> I'm like, I like you. You're real. Like be uh, honest. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I brought his book and, um, it's called lucky dog lessons. And it's really good for people that rescue dogs or puppy owners. Number three, um, subscribe to pup box or bark box. Um, they, I am, they are not sponsors. Does anybody fucking sponsor us? It's been a goddamn year. We have no sponsors. Okay. <laughs> But we that's how you ourselves. know we stand by what we're saying because we've yes. actually tested it out and we're like, all right, this this shit's legit. So uh, Pup Box uh, or Bark Box is a monthly subscription. And as far as I can tell you, it's worth every penny. A good mix of goodies of toys and, uh, you know, that come in every month for your puppy or dog. Uh, number four, buy a training clicker and treats. Oh, my God. I have bought so many fucking treats. It's ridiculous. Um, and I'm using the word fuck a lot in this podcast today. And I think it's the puppy's fault. I'm just going to put that out is. there. I probably should have put the it's disclaimer at the front. Fucking but anyway, puppy. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> anyway, so buy a fucking lot of treats, um, for rewarding good behavior. It's awesome. But I will tell you, you have to train yourself in your mind because the clicker thing, it's a little confusing because when you first get a dog and you like, you're like, no, you literally want to hit that clicker as like a sound for no, but it's supposed to be for good things. So I had to really train, even my husband had to train himself to like really think about, okay, we have to click it when it's a good behavior and not for the bad behavior. Now for the bad behavior, I put pennies in the wine cup that you gave me, that little metal cup. It works magically. Just saying. Now it has, it has a dual use. It has a dual use. It's loud. It's so loud. <laughs> sometimes it serves me wine. Sometimes it serves me for my puppy. So I'm good. Um, number five, uh, get your Chewy.com account going. It's really wonderful. And they, oh my gosh, the customer service has been impeccable. I can't say enough good things about that company. Um, I've also bought, of course, a lot of things off Amazon.com, but Chewy.com is free shipping as long as you spend over $50. I didn't know that until I got this dog because I never went on Chewy.com. Courtney, are you a Chewy.com person? No. Well, no. That's why they're not uh, fucking I, sponsors. Thanks, friend. Yeah. They're yeah. not fucking sponsors. No, but BarkBox <laughs> should be because I do BarkBox. Isn't it great? 
It is. It's awesome. It's so and they're always, great. They're themed. There's like cute themes and stuff. They're fun. Yeah, fun. I got a little bandana, Happy Halloween bandana for my dog, and then she lo- she's obsessed with all the toys that they send. They do they do a really really good job. So we can't say enough good things about those two companies. And just a few things that I want to say for my personal experience is that you should get a harness for your puppy. Didn't know anything about that, but you should definitely get that so you don't choke the shit out of them, even though you want to sometimes. <laughs> but it gives you more control over their direction, and you're not hurting them. So, you know, buy a 20-foot leash. That's another That's another thing with a puppy so that you um, don't let them wander all over the fucking place because, hi, they love to mark their area. I don't care if you got a boy dog or a girl dog. Um, they love marking their shit. My, my puppy has marked my son's playroom um, now four <gasps> times. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, she's still alive. Don't worry about her. It's okay. I see the stress <laughs> on your face. She's alive. She's she's actually oh in, um, at my in-laws right now, pool time. So oh. she's over there. Yeah. So anyways, and buy a nice crate with a fluffy crate insert. That's what we did. And and buy a variety of toys if you're not going to subscribe to um, pup, pup, what is it? pup Box or Bark Box. Um, I don't care. I bought a shit. I keep buying toys. I bought two more today. Like she doesn't need any more toys. It's like puppy land in my living room. Just threw up. It's, it's the Disney world for puppies in my house right now. So if you want to send your puppy to me, no, that's not happening. So <laughs> anyways, um, you know, you need to buy your dog their own blanket, um, cause they love that shit and they will chew on them. So just don't buy an expensive ass blanket thinking you're going to be bougie cause they're going to eat it. Just letting you know. And then um, my puppy has really, really severe bad anxiety, um, and it goes along with the breed. They have separation anxiety. So I suggest buying puppy teething rings or something with flavor that's long-lasting for them. And there is one thing that we recently bought, and I I don't have the canister, so I don't remember what the hell the name is, but it's basically supposed to help with their anxiety. Um, It has been magical. She has slept through the night for the last three nights when we gave it to her. And I'm like, oh, nice. my gosh. It's not CBD or anything like that, but it has hemp, I guess. So I guess it's kind of on the lines of that. But they sell it on Chewy.com. It's not like I went to a dispensary and bought the shit. Okay, I'm not I'm not at that <laughs> level yet. But trust me, if she You'll gets get a little too much out of control, I will be at the dispensaries buying my dog. Not for me. The dog. Because <laughs> I've never been into one of those places. I have zero clue about any of that kind of stuff. But the dog will probably get um, some good medical grade, whatever, puppy Joanna. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. That's a lot of advice. Yeah, that was sorry. a lot of it. Sorry. Okay. Well, I, ha- I feel like it had to be said if you're getting a puppy. I mean, like, you should know what you're getting yourself into because I feel like bitches didn't shit. tell me what I was getting into. They were just like, oh, we're praying for you. Fuck off. I don't need your prayers. I need your fucking answers. <laughs> Well, I will say that not all of that works for all dogs. Like, I have to just say about the blanket thing, because we tried blankets and cushions for our dog. He never laid on them. No, he just ripped them apart. Yeah, no, he didn't want anything to do with them. But, I mean, granted, again, with the researching, I already knew that huskies can be a very destructive breed, so we were pretty prepared for that. We attempted to give him something to lay on. Once he ripped it apart, we said, well, he doesn't want that. Right. It's done. it's done. Uh, no, and we have done BarkBox for a really long time because our dog, he loves squeaky toys so that he can destroy them and murder them and pull all of the stuffing out until he kills the squeak. Yeah. So once he's murdered them, he we throw them out. <laughs> like it's, okay, this one goes, gets, you know, we're going to throw this one in its little coffin and throw it away now. Nice. Um, 
it, but so Barkbox is nice because they're constantly sending you toys, so you mm-hmm. always have something on hand. Um, and the I really do appreciate the harness business uh, a lot. It really has come in handy with camping because my dog has so much fur that it's really hard to ever find his collar if like you're trying to stop him from something or something along those lines. So like he tried to bolt out of the trailer at one point and I couldn't find his collar and I (laughs) feel really bad about this, but I grabbed his scruff because he will disappear. He's a runner and we were not obviously at home. We were at a campground and I was like, uh, I don't need to be losing my dog. And he like kind of yelped and then I was able to push him back in because we didn't have his harness on at the time. So um, the harness. Yeah. And it has a great like handle on the back. So it's a serious help. Well, he's a big dog. You he's know, a big dog. Yeah, yeah. He and he he does have a lot of fur. Like I would love to see this dog wet because I bet he's like super spelt. Yeah, <laughs> he's probably super, super skinny. skinny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know though. He could put on like the COVID pounds. You know, you never uh, know. Does that work? He's with put dogs? on a lot of know. pounds. I don't know. <laughs> so having um, this dog has taught me that I can never ever have a small dog. I am so used to having my full-size Doberman in the house and now with this little puppy it's crazy how often she gets under our feet Um, now I'm pretty short so I'm close to ground level so you would think that would matter but it doesn't Um, you know if my last dog got on my way it was you know I would be the one that would fall down not him (laughs) you know not the other way around so it's nutty having this puppy and she is quick like I literally am like like I turn my head and I'm like, oh, fuck, where did it go? It's like trying to find um, like a, a mouse, <laughs> you know, she's not that small, but you know, still like having something that small, you know, it's just like she getting under my feet all the fucking time. I need to teach Dude. her how to heal. Do you, did you teach your dog how to do that? No. Yeah. I don't no. know how you Cause do my that. dog's stupid. He don't listen. I guess <laughs> <laughs> just to be dead honest, he don't listen. No, but full dog, full size dogs do the same shit. I'm pretty sure my dog is determined to kill me on a constant basis. Like, especially when cooking, because if you're not paying attention and let's say you're chopping something and you move to the stove, so your back is to the kitchen, he, he will come in. You won't even know it. He'll lay down right behind your feet. And I, I have almost ate shit and screamed obscenities more times than I can count. Like it's, my children get colorful language in this house. Nice. Nice. You know, I don't know why. Fault. I don't know why, though. I thought I would have a low-maintenance dog. That's, You're so full of shit. I know. I know. That's dumb. This, I mean, this puppy's going to require a lot of work. Not just training, but her ears. I did not know anything about it. She came from champion show dogs, of course, right? Okay, eye roll. Um, so she, Bougie. of course, I know, had to have her ears cropped at show level. This bitch is not going to be shown. I prance around with her in the backyard like we're doing a show. That ain't happening for realsies, okay? (laughs) And before I, you know, get any hate mail, I was not the one that cropped her ears. We weren't given a choice as far as I knew. Um, But I didn't think it was a big deal. But no one told me that it would be like five to nine months of posting her ears. Like, if you don't know what that is, go look it up. Uh, You know, so your dog has these pointy ears, and I'm sure, I'm pretty sure your dog was born with oh, pointy yeah. ears, right? Like, yeah. no, right. huskies yeah. have pointy ears. Like, that's right. the thing. Yeah, Dobermans, apparently, <laughs> they don't. Um, so I've watched so many videos on how to post the ears. I feel like I should be a freaking expert now on all things Doberman because I have done so much research. Now, granted, we did have a Doberman before, so I, I know what an adult Doberman requires but i had zero fucking clue about puppies and my dog my adult doberman he had his ears done 
but I didn't have to be around for any of that. Obviously, um, they were already done, and I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I won't do this again. <laughs> yeah. Just- so, I actually, I didn't know Doberman's ears were cropped or whatever until you told me. And I actually, I think you and I talked about like it started because of security or something, something so that they can't have their ears cropped or not. I'm not cropped. I'm sorry. They couldn't have their ears grabbed or something. Yes. You you were explaining it to me. I. To be honest, like, when I looked at Dobermans without cropped ears, I couldn't believe how different they look. I wouldn't have known they were Dobermans <laughs> without their, you know, their ears are, I guess all the tough guy attitude with Dobermans just kind of completely disappears and their little ears are flopping around. Right, right. They're like, um, they look like skinny Rottweilers. <laughs> That's kind yeah, of what they I guess, look like. maybe. Yeah, I guess, maybe. Yeah, because the coloring's about the same. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think if we, um, if when, I'm sorry. I think if and when we decide to get um, our puppy a companion, we will either rescue from the DRNV, which stands for Doberman Rescue of Nevada. They are phenomenal. Um, or we may get a completely different breed and go adopt a golden retriever. Oh, my gosh. Um, my aunt had three of them. Oh, my gosh. And they were the sweetest, sweetest dogs ever. The only downside is the fucking fur, which Courtney... I just don't, I honestly don't know how Courtney deals with this shit because the fur situation at your house has got to be banana sandwich. Um, Cause I know your fur baby sheds a ton. Dude, we dwell in it. What do you mean? Like, how do I deal <laughs> with it? Like I live in that. And that's we white go through vacuums. It's all white. So it, it shows up all on black white. clothes. Oh yeah. No, we go through vacuums. Like most people go through socks or really expensive <laughs> underwear. It's like we are constantly vacuuming because no matter where he lays, um, his hair just plasters along everywhere. So um, that's what the area like of the rugs that just it all sticks on it. But the areas of the hardwood actually, I didn't think it'd be any it'd be worse, but it is. Um, the hair flies around when it has nothing to attach itself to. So it's like watching a tumbleweed just like roll across the desert. It's his it's his hairballs rolling across the hardwood. Yeah, I think it's actually worse than rugs. <laughs> Well, and it's crazy because, um, you know, your mother-in-law vacuums every day. Like, oh, yeah. if not once time. a day, twice a day. Like, she's crazy about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I have spent a small fortune on my dog in one week. I look at her and I think, this is why God didn't give me a human daughter. Um, I would be broke. <laughs> I, I just, I can't. They make such cute shit for dogs. And I want it all. All of it. I'm like, get in my cart, get in my cart, get in my cart. At one point, my Amazon cart was up to $700. And I'm like, um, put back, put back, put back. Because oh, <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is a problem. <laughs> but I will bet that the pet industry must be booming in this COVID situation. Oh, yeah. My Facebook has blown up with so many people that have a adopted pets not just puppies even uh rescue dogs which they can't even keep enough rescue dogs in the shelters for people to adopt i don't know if that's the same situation up where you're at but for us it definitely is and i think it's wonderful but i also hope that when things go back to normal that these people still keep their you know pets and not give up on them because their lives have gone back to normal they're going back to work you know and all those things but for us adopting a puppy was always in the cards uh we lost our fur baby two years ago um almost pretty pretty soon we're coming up on the two-year mark and we had talked about getting a new dog like a year ago and I couldn't even discuss it without crying so obviously that was a no-go so this year I was finally ready um and the timing worked out for us since hi we're all home (laughs) 
<laughs> but um, I do worry about the separation anxiety for our puppy once we do go back to work. So we are thinking about possibly um, doing like doggy daycare. I never thought those words would leave my mouth ever. Um, but Dobermans are notorious for having major separation anxiety. And um, I know that you hired a dog walker at one time. Um, so how much was that? And how often do they come by? Because I... I don't know. I don't. I, mean, I have. I have weird things about people being in my house that I don't know. <laughs> well, that's. I mean, that's obviously an issue. I, I used a great service called uh, Rover, and it's an app where you can hire a dog walker or a dog sitter. Um, so the reason we needed her was there was a point in time when I was working in an office. Man, do you remember? Do you remember what that was like? Back in the day. Um, <laughs> and uh, my mother-in-law was out of town for a while. So our even though our dog is crate trained, he obviously still needs to go outside for the bathroom and stretch and stuff. We can't just leave him there all day by himself. So we hired a dog walker who came every day, daily, uh, halfway mm-hmm. through the day to walk him. She would take him on like a 30-minute walk. He'd get to use the potty, you know, get to drink water. Um, and the cool thing about the Rover app is that she, it's all in the app and she would send me pictures of him. You know, she, I would get an update when she got to my house. I would get an update when they went on the walk. I would get an update when he was back at the house. She would send me pictures, let me know how many times he went to the bathroom. And it was, it's, it was super specific. Um, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. So if, if I remember right though, it was like 80 bucks a week, I think. Um, we also used a doggy hotel place when we were, we went on like a 10 day vacation um, Hey, I think we were with you actually. And, um, my fault. And my mother, yeah, your fault. My mother-in-law wasn't home. Um, so I was like super worried though, taking him to this doggy daycare because he had never stayed anywhere without us. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, any good place you use, they're going to be really good, um, about communicating with you about your dog. So either they're going to have live video feeds or they're going to like send you emails or they're going to be really good about, answer the phone or returning your phone calls. We were actually in Mexico and I was using the Wi-Fi on our ship to email them to check on him because I was like super nervous. So, and it wasn't cheap, but he obviously isn't going to stay home alone. Right. Nothing with pets is cheap. I have come to like discover (laughs) that. So uh, not to totally change the subject, but I took a puppy maternity leave. Yeah, that's a thing. Just does that. I'm just putting that out there. It's a puppy maternity leave. So aside from binging 30 Rock for the 100th time on Amazon Prime, I found the cutest movie ever on Netflix. Um, It's called Enola Holmes. Have you seen it? It's the star from um, Stranger Things, the girl. I think her name is Eleven on the show. Yeah. On on Stranger Things. That's her. No, I have that movie on my list. I was actually waiting to watch it with my kids. Yes. uh, Because right now. It's good. Yeah, so uh, my middle minion and I had just finished the Matrix series. Now we're working through the Transformers series. Why that never came up before, I don't know. Uh, and I cannot believe this movie binging thing with him has continued all these months. We started it, shit, in like March. And I started originally because I didn't want him to be depressed because he was stuck home all the time. So I told him it was kind of like us going to the movies and, you know, we were binging stuff. But now I have lost the, I've lost count on the number of movies that we have watched. But let me just tell you, it's a lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot. Netflix. And thank you, Netflix gods. And yeah, thank Amazon God. Prime and Hulu and um, Peacock and <laughs> Quibi. Right. And All what other streaming <laughs> am I forgetting? To, uh, ESPN. Thank you for that app. Um, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, um, so I hear my dog clawing now, so I guess I gotta fucking go now. Sorry, folks. Um, the bitch is being bossy. Just so don't, you know. Don't you have a bell for that? 
I hate you. So that's it. <laughs> At the end of the day, we're just two moms. And friends. Trying to keep our shit together. Lipstick off our teeth. Keep the kids and puppies alive. <laughs> and enjoy every moment. If you want to send us your mom stories or a topic you'd like us to chat about on our podcast, email us at momswhosaythefword at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram with our handle at momswhosaythefword. And remember, if you can't say something nice, bring your puppy and come sit next to us. Don't you fucking dare. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to tune in next week for a brand new episode. And if you liked what you heard today, please give us a five-star rating wherever you have found our podcast. It really helps us. Till then, these moms are fucking out. Out.